This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. Podcast. I'm your host Jordana Levine and this is the final new moon of 2022. Can you believe it? I certainly can't. As someone who measures their entire year by new moons, not just because I'm in tune with the lunar cycle but because it's my job, um, I actually cannot believe we're here. Did you know, first fact of the podcast, <laughs> that we began 2022 with a Capricorn new moon? Yeah. I cannot remember the date. I should have written it down. I'm thinking it was Jan 3rd, I'm going to throw out there. It was definitely the first week of January. I do remember that. Um, so, yeah. Is that – what does that mean? Dunno. <laughs> Dunno. But we're starting – we're ending the year as we started it. Um, this year has gone so fast. I know we say that every year, but I really feel like 2022 has gone extra fast. I was contemplating why the other day – um, personally, I think I lost myself in some creative projects, which just chews up time, especially when you're trying to get something done and time is just disappearing on you. But I'm also not that naive that I don't think it also has something to do with the fact that I hopped on Twitter. No, not Twitter. <laughs> that would make me very old school. I didn't hop on Twitter. I hopped on TikTok for the first time in 2022. And I really, really feel that that is one reason why this year has sped so fast, purely because there is little time for boredom on that app. It just sucks the life out of you. <laughs> and by life, I mean time. Um, but like truly, I think the reason that time is speeding up and it is speeding up for everyone, I don't think it's just because I'm aging and people say when you get, well, we're all aging. I hate to break it to you guys. You're aging as well. <laughs> um, but, you know, they say as you get older, time speeds up. But I think that time is even faster because there is no time to be bored anymore. There is too much technology. There is too much distraction. Even like, you know, I know it's been a few years now, but even with the rhyme, the rise of streaming channels, we can binge shows now. There's no waiting a week between episodes unless you're watching White Lotus. How painful is that week in between? <laughs> Kills me. Kills me. We can lose time by like binging a whole season in a weekend. 
So this is why I think time is speeding up. Um, if you joined me for Align with 2023, where I spoke about what we can expect in 2023, I think there's going to be a little bit of a move away from that. Yeah, I'll talk about that more in next year's episodes. We'll talk about some of the themes that are coming up next year. But I think we're going to have a little bit of a turnaround when it comes to the way we use technology. Yeah, I think we're going to start setting a few boundaries for ourselves collectively as a society. But that sounds boring, doesn't it? Anyway, we'll talk about that next year. Let's talk about Capricorn. We're going to be exploring Capricorn season. We're going to be exploring the Capricorn new moon. And I'm actually really excited to do this episode because I feel like Capricorn is often quite a misunderstood sign. You know, I've had a I've had quite a few people lately in natal chart readings with <laughs> very prominent Capricorn placements. And they always get really defensive of those placements, you know, saying, oh, I don't know, I don't identify with Capricorn. I'm not cold and, you know, unexpressive or a workaholic. So I think the issue is that Capricorn is misunderstood because although it can be some of those things, that is not what defines it, which is like most signs, really. We always hear of the pop astrology version of them. Um, it's like the extreme version of those qualities. Um, but it's not always the case. There's light and shade to everything. So let's do a deep dive into Capricorn season first, and then we'll explore what we can expect from the final new moon of 2022. Actually, before we dive in, sorry, I was like, let's dive in. No, let's not. Before we dive in, I just want to say, like, if you don't relate to your sun sign or you get defensive about your sun sign because you're like, that's not me, that's definitely not me. That could be true, right? And this is why I um, get so worked up when people say to me, <laughs> I don't get that worked up inside. Internally, I get worked up when people say they don't believe in astrology because, you know, they don't relate to their sun sign. I'm nothing like a Taurus. I'm nothing like an Aries. Yeah, you probably are. But this is why the whole natal chart is so important. So if you don't relate to your sun sign, if you're one of those people that don't relate to their sun sign, there could be a few reasons. The first reason could be that the other placements in your chart are more prominent. Like let's say you're a Pisces sun, but you've got your, your moon, your rising, perhaps your Mars, all in Virgo, the opposing sign of Pisces. It is very likely that that Virgo energy is going to dominate over the Pisces sun, yeah? Or another good example is where, what houses uh, you've got planets in and especially your sun. So for example, I'm a Gemini, we all know that. My rising is in Gemini, my Venus is in Gemini, my North Node is in Gemini, my Chiron is in Gemini, but they're all in the 12th house, yeah. So while Geminis are usually very social and chatty in the life of the party, I can be all of those things, but not really. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm introverted. I can talk. I can talk clearly. <laughs> I have a podcast, but I don't talk for the sake of talking. I'm not chatty in that sense. Um, and I hate small talk. Um, and I'm always the first one to leave the party. Ask any of my friends. I'm always the first one out of there. So the 12th house energy really changes the motivation of those planets, yeah, of the Gemini flavor of them. Does that make sense? 
And then lastly, the other thing that could be affecting how your son is being expressed, if you don't relate to it, is it could be being aspected by other planets. Yeah. And that gives it a whole other flavor. Yeah. So these are, these are some of the reasons you can recite that list to your boyfriend next time he pays you out for listening to this podcast, if you like. <laughs> I don't believe in astrology. Or your girlfriend. You know, I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to be gendered about it. Um, all right, my loves, let's talk about Capricorn and everyone who doesn't think they're a Capricorn. Capricorn season. It takes place this year from December 22 until the 20th of January 2023. I get a very um, clear image in my head of a personified version of each star sign. Maybe you guys do too. When I see Capricorn, it's usually a man in his maybe late 30s, early 40s, wearing a suit, posing on the cover of Time magazine with some sort of headline about his Fortune 500 company. His work comes first, his family second, and his emotional responses dead last. His mission in life is to climb the corporate ladder. Ambition is his most defining quality, and his self-discipline extends to the gym and the bar and robs him of any playtime. And this, of course, is not who Capricorn is, all right? This could be a very unevolved Capricorn, but it's not the highest expression of Capricorn. Capricorn is symbolized by the sea goat, which is an unusual symbol, isn't it? But let's dive in and discover who Capricorn really is and why I always find Capricorn season to be one of my most productive times of the year. Maybe it is for you too. So the symbol for Capricorn is the sea goat, which is quite a ridiculous creature, right? It's, it's a goat <laughs> with a fish's tail. What is the point? I'm not sure if it's the symbolism I would have gone with personally, but I guess the premise of it works. The idea is that Capricorn is the master of all, yeah? The sea and the Rocky Mountains. The sea goat can scale the most treacherous peaks and also dive to the depths of the wildest oceans. Nothing gets in Capricorn's way. Once it's fixed on a goal, it's invincible. Yeah, this is Capricorn. So Capricorn is the ruler of the planet Saturn and the 10th house. So it's no surprise that Capricorn is commonly referred to as the CEO of the Zodiac. But it's not just about work or about running the show. Capricorn is about marrying one's nature with one's public identity. So this is why they kind of get wrapped up in this trope of workaholic and being all about work. Because work becomes their nature, yeah? Tenth house is ruled by career. Saturn is the disciplinarian, the CEO. That's the planet, yeah? It's all about responsibility. And Capricorn really is the symbol of integrity. Unlike, say, Leo, who performs for the crowd, Capricorn is also public-facing, but not for the crowd's enjoyment or to receive applause, but rather 
for the recognition of achievement and worldly contributions. To not be seduced by that power, Capricorn must be able to recognize his own achievements rather than seek external approval. Praise his own efforts rather than constantly needing praise from others. I keep saying he, it's not gendered. If anything, Capricorn's actually a feminine sign. Yeah, it's an earth sign. So it's linked with feminine energy. But I just feel like there's something about Capricorn that makes me want to say he. I should stop doing that. You know what? I am going to, I am going forward, going to stop saying he. I apologize. So to do this, to recognize one's own achievements, to stop needing praise from others, Capricorn requires solitude. In fact, they need to become the masters of solitude. And that is maybe where the rumor that they're cold and loveless stems from. It's not that Capricorn doesn't love or want to be loved. It's more about avoiding needing another person. They're all about self-sufficiency. And for many of the signs in the Zodiac, like Cancer or Libra or, or Pisces, they just that just doesn't make any sense, right? You want to spend time alone? <laughs> You want to spend time without me? What? It's not about wanting to for Capricorn. It's not about wanting to be alone. It's about knowing that they can. Yeah? Does that make sense? It's the independence that comes with knowing that they can do it alone, that they don't need you. It doesn't mean they don't want you or that they don't love being around you. It's that they don't need to be around you. Yeah? There's a difference. Capricorn is a climber. And this is the mountain goat part of the sign, yeah? It wants to scale the highest peaks and achieve all that it can, but only with the utmost integrity. So Capricorn pauses, returns to solitude, puts emotion to the side, works on a strategy, finds the inner strength, and then from that place, forges ahead. To do this, he requires only two things patience and self-discipline and here's another good juncture to address the whole emotionless thing (laughs) capricorn self-discipline is unparalleled once it makes up its mind it sticks to it nothing can sway capricorn not fear not frustration not doubt nothing Capricorn's behavior reflects its intentions and its integrity, never its emotions. You know what is often coupled with emotions? Imagination and fantasy. Capricorn does not tussle with either, unless there's a possibility that those fantasies or those dreams can become a reality. Capricorn is a numbers man or person, person. (laughs) If it doesn't add up, if it's not logical or at the very least practical, then it's a waste of time. Capricorn feels emotion for sure. We all do. But only if Capricorn can make sense of the emotion. It must understand the emotion. Then it feels free to feel. But likely on its own. The tricky tipping point for Capricorn is when 
it busies itself with its own ambition so much that it doesn't take the time to notice the emotion and then attempt to understand it. This is when Capricorn can turn to stone. If Capricorn's solitude turns to isolation, it can get struck with loneliness. And from this place, Capricorn can turn into its shadow self, the tyrannical dictator drunk on power and authority. Instead of climbing with integrity, Capricorn claws its way to the top of the mountain, perhaps having succeeded, but not in a true reflection of itself. And in that, Capricorn has failed. Because Capricorn is only in the highest expression when its public role expresses its own values, interests, and whims. When it's in integrity. Huh, it's hard being a Capricorn, right? (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. But Capricorn places the pressure on itself. Perhaps knowing this about your Capricorn friends and family, you have a little bit more compassion for them now. You should, because they don't have compassion for themselves. If a job needs to be done, give it to a Capricorn. If you need structure, if you need ambition, if you need a goal to be achieved, talk to a Capricorn about it. They know how to do it. How does this affect all of us during Capricorn season? Well, we're working with that ambitious energy. Perhaps you're gearing yourself towards success. Yeah, many of us are as we enter a new year. So the question is, how can you remain with integrity while pursuing your mountainous peak? We can all reflect on whether our pursuits are for our own approval or the approval and recognition of others. Another fabulous quality of Capricorn is its ability to tap into its own innate talents and use them to get where they need to go. What skills and talents are you going to tap into this Capricorn season? Also taking solitude this season, yeah? Capricorn does this with ease, but if it's a stretch task for you, then absolutely prioritize it. It's helpful to see where Capricorn falls in your own natal chart to see sort of where you might experience the energy of Capricorn season. Um, Perhaps you have a few planets in Capricorn too. Um, So you want to look, if you have any planets in Capricorn, especially the personal planets, um, most of you will have uh, Neptune and Uranus in Capricorn. Some of you might have Saturn in Capricorn, um, but we want to be looking at Sun, Moon, Rising, maybe Mercury, Venus, and Mars as well, for sure. Why not? Uh, just for funsies. Uh, you want to see also what house Capricorn falls in. So if you don't have any planets, that doesn't matter. There's still a house that's being affected. So have a look uh, what cusp of what house, like the first line of that house. And if it's not sitting on a cusp, just see what house it's sitting over. This is, of course, a really basic interpretation (laughs) of using your natal chart to see where Capricorn season will affect you. But if you want to understand your natal chart more in depth, do consider booking in a natal chart reading with me. I've actually, um, maybe it's the Capricorn energy coming through. I've updated the astrology readings on my page. There's like a whole plethora of different readings that you can do. If you've never done 
an astrology reading before, absolutely start with the natal chart reading. Um, I actually prefer that you don't pick the other options unless you've had your natal chart read by me or perhaps you've had an astrology reading with someone else and you know your natal chart quite intimately. Um, the other options I now have are we can do like a love patterns astrology reading where we have a look at what the relationship patterns are in your natal chart um, and some of the aspects that are being made that might affect relationships. And we can also have a look at some of the upcoming transits to have a look at um, some really peak times for romance and love in the coming year. I'll also talk you through uh, some of the compatibility things that you might want to look out for um, based on your natal chart when looking for a partner. So that's a really fun reading. I've also got a similar reading, but for career. What are the career patterns? What are your strengths? Where do your skill and skills and talents lie? Uh, what's sort of like your life purpose in this lifetime that you're moving towards? And then we can also have a look at the year ahead and some of the best times of the year to be working um, on your career, which is really exciting. I, I'm actually really excited about that reading. Um, and what's the other one I'm doing? Oh, I'm also doing what we call a solar return chart. It's a really beautiful little birthday gift for yourself. Um, you should get a solar return reading done uh, either just before your birthday or on your birthday. It kind of tells you what the themes are for your next trip around the sun but only do that one if you've had your natal chart read with me because we're not going to go into the specifics of your natal chart we're going to go into the specifics of your solar return and it's really good to have a background um, on who you are before we do that so if you've had a natal chart reading with me already a bunch of you have and your birthday's coming up and you want to do give yourself a little treat I highly recommend the solar return chart reading all right, my loves. So if you are interested in any of that, there's a link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. You can also grab a uh, gift voucher there if you want to give someone a natal chart reading for Christmas or a birthday. That is also an option. All right. Let us talk about the Capricorn new moon. The Capricorn New Moon will take place on Friday, December 23 at 7.56pm in Sydney, 10.16am in London and 5.16am in New York. Capricorn energy is all about long-term clarity and vision, which makes this a pretty good moon to be thinking about what you want to create for yourself in 2023. The objective of Capricorn is to maintain integrity with achieving its intentions, which I don't know about you guys, but that seems like a pretty good mantra for manifestation. I think what's most advantageous with Capricorn energy, or rather encouraging, is that its strategy requires patience, endurance, and self-discipline. It doesn't rush forth like Aries or get lost in fantasies or dreams like Pisces. It's not overthinking it like Gemini, or diving in with blind faith like Sagittarius. So under this new moon, give your visions for the year ahead some structure. Stay grounded and practical in your pursuits. Yeah, this is Capricorn energy. This is what we're bringing to this new moon. You can get in touch with your emotions with the next Cancer full moon. Yeah, and innovative and inventive with your ideas with the Aquarius new moon that we'll have in the new year. But this moon... This Capricorn new moon 
we're channeling the dependable, practical, reliable, committed and responsible intention setter that has the utmost confidence in their own potential. Capricorn is all about tangible results. So take this time to work out what it is you desire for yourself and then strategize the action steps it will take to get there. If you've been toying with the concept of New Year's resolutions, may I suggest you hold off and instead take some time on the Capricorn New Moon to set some intentions for the year ahead. It's less about feelings and positive affirmations and more about taking inspired action that leads to results. The mantra for Capricorn is I master and boy, there is a balancing act that has to happen here. Yeah. What can you master? What skill or talent can you hone in on and celebrate without becoming so self-disciplined in the pursuit of it that you forget to exist in reality? Because here's the thing with Capricorn, they're all about reality, but often forget that Part of real life is about making mistakes, failing, feeling, experimenting, and not always knowing. So master what you can and be real about what you can, but also allow yourself to be human. Also worth noting is that Chiron comes out of retrograde on the same day as the new moon. Chiron, the asteroid known as the wounded healer, has been retrograding since July. The message of Chiron is all about healing your wounds. We've spoken about it um, on this podcast before and really allowing your wounds to become your biggest teacher and your greatest strength. Those healed wounds become your calling in this lifetime. And if you couple this with the energy of the Capricorn new moon, you can see the power in that, right? Stepping into your calling, your life purpose, mastering your own wounds and healing them. Knowing exactly who you are because of all you've been through, all you've become. That's so powerful. And this is your potential under this Capricorn new moon. I find Chiron to be such a fascinating part of your own natal chart. Um... Some astrologers don't include it in a reading, which blows my mind because every single reading I've done this year, whenever I um, interpret someone's Chiron placement for them, tears happen a lot, which is beautiful. I love when people cry in a reading. I feel like I've really hit a nerve. No, no. (laughs) It makes people feel seen and um, I love nothing more than making people feel seen and recognized for who they are, wounds and all. But a Chiron placement is, yeah, it's so profound because it really shows you like how the wounding that we have in this lifetime really can become our greatest teacher and our greatest healer. And from this space, you become the healer of those wounds, yeah, for yourself, but for other people as well. A lot of people end up incorporating that... um, wound and the healing of that wound into the work they do when you look at your chiron placement um the sign that your chiron's in will definitely resonate but most people your age will have that 
uh, Chiron placement. Chiron's a funny one. It's hard to sort of say how long it stays in a sign um, because certain other planets can speed it up a bit. I won't get into the science of it, but it can be in the same sign for like eight years or two years or five years or four years. No, of any of the years in between that. Um, so yeah, it's likely most of your friends will have the same Chiron sign, but the house that it's in, the aspects that it makes to other planets, that will really sort of teach you the the, the depths of your wounds and how how to heal them and how you're most likely already healing them and how that's showing up in your life. All right, let's have a look at some ways to work with the Capricorn new moon. Give it another shot. Yeah, if you tried your hand at something and it didn't work out, or perhaps it was an intention that you set that you kind of gave up on after it didn't manifest, then this new moon is a good time to try again with a new angle, a new perspective, take inspired action. Have a look at your public persona, yeah? Capricorn is who you are uh, in the public arena. Have a look at who your public persona is. It doesn't have to be on social media. It can be in your actual life. And kind of do a little inventory on it, yeah? Are you showing up with integrity? Are you showing up with authenticity? I'm sure you are. I'm not doubting that you are, but just something to reflect on under this new moon. Uh, write a business plan or life plan. They don't call Capricorn the CEO of the Zodiac for nothing. This is a great time to look at the bigger picture, not so much the finer details. Once you have clarity about what the future looks like, then you can start looking at some practical action steps that you can take to make your vision into a reality. Be both intuitive and material. Remember that sea goat I spoke of? Well, it's a beautiful representation of the intuitive water energy and earthbound practicality. Recognize that they can coexist. Apply this dichotomy to your 2023 intentions. Manifestation is, after all, a beautiful dance between action and surrender, intuition and practicality, heart and mind. All right, my loves, that is the final episode of 2022. Is that right? No, it's not, guys. I'm going to give you a special Boxing Day episode. What? I know. Crazy. Special Boxing Day episode uh, will air when is Boxing Day? Oh my God, that's next week. Oh my God, what is happening? Even this podcast episode has gone so fast that I've lost track of where we are. Okay, Boxing Day. There's an interview episode dropping. It is so good. Oh my God, if you need to escape family life and Christmas time, listen to this episode. I'm not even going to tell you who it's with. I want you to be surprised. It's very very good though. Um, all right, my loves. So if you want to become a Lunar Lover member, this is a good time to do it because things are changing next year. I'm not going to reveal too much, uh, but if you want to get in on the Lunar Lover action now, now's the time to do it. You can cancel your membership at any time. It's $33 a month. You get access to a Capricorn new moon circle. Uh, in this particular one, we're going to be doing a beautiful visualization exercise for 2023. 
Um, and yeah, all about manifesting our intentions for next year. So that's going to be really powerful. There'll be Capricorn new moon journal prompts, access to the yoga library with a new moon class, uh, access to a bunch of beautiful guided meditations and there's a new year meditation in there. Um, and what else? That's pretty much everything. Um, if you'd like to become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is head to the show notes of this episode and click the link or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. All right. As I mentioned, um, I will be back next week with an interview episode. Again, if you'd like to book yourself in for a natal chart reading, really beautiful way to start the new year. I've got plenty of spots in January. Um, head to my website, jordanalevine.com forward slash readings or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Until next episode, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.